Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. And welcome back to Table Manners or hello, new listener. Um, this is our podcast um, about food and family. And I'm sat here with my co-host and extraordinary hostess with the mostess. She's giving me the weirdest face. This is my mother, Lenny. Say hi. Hi. Oh, now we're cooking. Series two, mum, and you've got a little uh, sass. Hi. <laughs> so tonight we have... On a this vegan. <laughs> we have, I think, a new vegan. She a new vegan? Yeah, I think so. Okay. I'm not going to lie. It's really tough cooking for vegans. Yeah. We got away with it with Annie Mac with the brunch. I think brunch is much easier with vegans. It's, it's not going to be the sexiest dish, but it's hearty. It's really cold outside. And I've been given the task of this because mum just couldn't be asked, could you, mum? don't have any trap with vegans darling <laughs> uh however you will like this person yeah i know I will. she's always been really good to me yeah i think she's gorgeous vivacious glamorous great singer loved her voice from the very beginning do you, the you, new you york do. you have her I first did. album i got her you? first album because i heard it on steve Wright in the afternoon Good old radio too. Yeah. I love them. No, uh, but I loved it. New York. Yeah, she's great. She's a very strong woman in music who has a, a strong opinion, which I love. Um, it's rather fearless and bright and political. And I was uh, her support act at Somerset House and no bugger wanted me to support them. And she kindly let me fill a slot and I will never forget that or um yeah that was really kind of her she's always been really um supportive to my music and we became mums around the same time so whilst we were pregnant I I think lent her my spiritual midwifery book uh, a hippie book about home births and breathing a baby out neither of us breathed that baby out I think we can both confirm and maybe I'll be in trouble with her later when we maybe compare birth stories maybe she won't talk about it I definitely sent her to my Ayurvedic guru her name is Paloma Faith and we can't wait to have her on table manners say Faith again Faith oh. <laughs> you right. don't say Faith 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 <laughs> sorry Faith right, South London sorry <laughs> Paloma <laughs> Paloma Faith <laughs> On the menu tonight, I have gone with something that actually does work and my brother and sister really like it. My sister did say that she was slightly disappointed in my choice because she said it wasn't exciting enough. However, I think it's really delicious. It's pui lentil bolognese. So it's pui lentils you soak or you can just get those merchant gourmet ones, which are great. It's just basically like the base of a meat bolognese, but you add pui lentils instead. And then I've added... A chili, a medjool date, and you can't a couple of a beef stock dates. cubing that no. has, but it has no beef in it. You know it doesn't. It's just glucose. oh yeah, whatever. vegan beef stock cubes, Mum. I've really, no I've heard darling. of them. No, darling, it's pre- those beef stock cubes do not have not got beef in, not real beef. Who's that woman that got? Sued oh, I know the poor woman. For the chicken stock. Yeah, she put stuff in the pool for Yeah, I'm not doing that. People. I'm not doing that to Paloma. They close the restaurant. Well, there I? you go. I'm not closing our podcast down for that. So, pui lentils, and you, I've added sun dried tomatoes to kind of give a bit more depth, and some garlic and mushrooms, because I feel like mushrooms are the meat of the vegetable world. 
and I you zhuzh up a bit of it so it kind of feels you like you can it's... do um, cauliflower steaks now Marks and Spencer sell them for vegans thanks for telling me now yep but yeah so it's actually really tasty and kind of lighter and yeah poor cow's having it with a courgette That's and then oh, I tried a pudding this like you really fucking left me with this one excuse me two days running mum cooking I reel them in. Okay, darling. And then you deliver. I had to go to the osteopath today because he said I've strained my back from leaning over the stove. <laughs> Honestly. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. um, it's been a tough week in the kitchen. However, um, yeah, I'm sorry. I don't have much time for vegan desserts. They fucking piss me off. You could have got that. I got young Thai raw coconut meat flesh. I was going to do some like chocolate, coconut, young coconut. Could you have a fruit salad? I was trying to make it a bit more exciting because I was trying to, you know, follow what's the footsteps now? of you. Well, I tried it. You needed to do it. But I don't have a proper blender. So it was just like this cacao piece of shit. Jesse, please. something and it's not being used. Doesn't so that's sound attractive. That's being given to the husband. He was quite happy. Actually, no, I'm happy. This is one that my husband and I have done for ages when we've like dabbled in veganism medjool dates filled with almond butter or peanut butter we've done two different ones mum is pulling her face you're gonna try it and you're gonna be surprised i'm gonna put i sprinkled a little bit of sea salt on it and you shove them in the freezer and they're they're like frozen mars bars they're like mars bar ice cream i do not believe you try one mum they're really good are you gonna give her one that's what she's getting hope she comes soon because I want to watch the second part of Silent Prince. <laughs> Paloma Faith, thank you for coming. Thanks for having me. Uh, you've brought a wine, posh bottle of wine, some Ferrero Rocher, and Turkish cake. Yeah, thank you so much. You're an excellent guest already. Um, did I just want to ask? Because I'm a bit competitive. Did other people bring things? No. Tell you who bought Sandy Toxvig bought she me bought chocolates and nobody else Lindor. bought anything. No. Ungrateful sons of bitches. I know, I know. So thank you, thank you so much. Why aren't boys raised properly that they don't? Bring it's true, things? the girls. Boys, no. This is what my husband does when he goes to a friend's. We go to a friend's place for dinner. Sam brings four beers for himself, like he's still at a house party and he's sixteen. It's so rude. Why does he do that? <laughs> because he's a prick. I'm lucky mine always brings something more than me, almost. You're, you're the half. Yeah, he'll be like, what can we take, what can we take? Oh, I love her. And then nice. he's like, I've got to go to the shop. I'd rather be late and, than go empty-handed. Oh, that's, he sounds great. We should have had him too. Yeah. yeah. Um, Someone had to babysit. But, well, no, thank, thank <laughs> you for doing it. I know it's tough when you, I don't know, it's childcare. It's a, worst. It's the worst. And being a pop star in childcare is really interesting, isn't it? Well, it's like everyone wants you to set your hours, but we live in an industry where the hours aren't set. So they're all just like really un... Um, like they, they're just like, don't bend at all. Mine's angry at me if I'm five minutes late. What, your... Nanny. Oh, your nanny. All right. It'd well, be like... Always... But I'm like, well, they... You know, it took five... Minutes extra because, you know, some other pop star sound checked for too long or something. I know. No, what I feel you... like I'm, I'm constantly saying sorry yeah, to but my daughter, what... to the people that look after my children. But what you do is you mother. say, like, she'll say, can you can you do this, mum, on this day? And I say, yeah, of course I can. So I, I alter everyone around. And then she and changes. Then and then she changes it. And she no, says it. I don't change she it. Says, the motherfucker but, does. But then Alex, because Alex, my son, her brother is helping, and he's a doctor. And she he's slipped that in. Sorry, Jewish just wanted you to know. Yeah, um, you've got some really high achieving children. High achievers, yeah. <laughs> and so he's he's wanting to help Jesse because he's having this year out, and he's locoming. And then Jesse says, oh, I don't need you now. And he's not taken work on or he's done work. And anyway, it's really hard. Can we just yeah. go back to basically Paloma? 
Paloma, you did say you were going to be, you were vegan. You did kindly say, but if your mum needs to give me chicken or fish, I will. But I felt like I had to honour the veganism that you said. No, but I'm not a vegan. I'm just on a diet. I knew that. I just just felt like it was the the quickest, because all the vegans I know are really skinny. (laughs) But you're thin. I am quite thin, but I've got about a few pounds left to go before I'm back to what I was. Post baby. Keep the reserves just in case you get sick. <laughs> I just, I, yeah, I, I did the same thing with veganism where Sam had watched lots of those What the Health documentaries. He was like, babe, we've got to like change the world. And I was like, will I lose lots of, cool, I'm down, babe. And <laughs> instead I just like ate those because I was like, ooh, must like eat a vegan treat because it's actually so vegan. vegan. It's guilt free. Um, yeah. Um, but so, it's not, is it? No. But anyway, so, well, uh, apologies. We could have had a meat feast. Yeah. We could have had a burger and chips. Yeah, actually. I probably would have been like, oh, I've got no excuse. Oh, I have no. to eat it and been Damn, secretly Damn, I should have really read happy. between the lines. Order in, Jess. I could order in. Um, <laughs> if you want. But um, yeah, I'm really sorry. I apologise. You've got pre-lentil bolognese. With courgette. Nice it actually is quite nice and it tastes nearly like me. Mum told me to put a beef stock in it. I didn't because I was trying to, you know, be Yeah, but kind it's shit. not moral. <laughs> You're not doing some moral. Plan. It's totally self-absorbed. <laughs> well, well, you can have some parmesan then. Yeah, well, yeah. I've got, I've got, I've got, I've got you courgette. Your lucky thing. You don't need to. Or you can have wholemeal pasta. It's just I've got body dysmorphia. But darling, you look gorgeous. Honestly, you wore now you wore something shiny on Graham Norton. But you can't wear shiny if you're fat. My mum hates me having this conversation. She's going to kill me if she's listening. Because she said there's nothing worse than a thin person saying they're fat. It's the most annoying thing ever. But you've got a beautiful body. You look gorgeous. Fine, you can say (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, I I mean, look, like, so I don't know if you know much about this podcast, but it it, it revolves around food. We love food. Yeah, me too. We love it so much. So, yeah, that's the problem. I know. I feel very sorry that it's kind of a. It's no, but like I'm sure it's going to be amazing. No, it's, 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 a, it's a good one. So, when you go on tour, mm. what will you feed? You, and if you take your baby with, what would you? What would you feed the baby? <laughs> well, the child, the kid, is eating pretty much everything now. But so, if you're on tour, how will you? Well, there's catering. Them? Okay. So, I'm thinking that I'm going to give them two cookbooks. One is my favourite baby cookbook called... Annabelle Carmel? No. Oh. Baby-led... Weaning. Weaning. Feeding cookbook, which is great because it's got loads of recipes you can eat in it as well. Mm. And the other one is, for me, called Doctor's Kitchen. Have you heard about this? No. It is Were so amazing. from it the other yeah. day? Yeah. It's friend? this GP from the NHS, and I know we're all big fans of. Mm. Yeah. Um, and he believes that, like, that the weight and the pressure on the NHS would be alleviated quite a lot if people ate better. Mm. And he's done the cookbook to sort of teach you how to how do fantastic. it. Fantastic! We've got to buy it. He's yeah. brilliant, and you should talk about him. And um, we should get him. So yeah, he he um, he sort of writes about his research. He writes about all the diets, all the healthy eating methods, and everything, and all his research and what he thinks about them all and then he sort of breaks it down as like the best way to kind of live really is plant-based majority which is kind of like he's, he talks about Mom, it as like hear your phone sorry, going oh she's ordering kitchen, it on amazon doctor's kitchen and right. um, he he sort of talks about it being like a caveman yeah he's the top one well. he's really attractive <laughs> Rupert no, I meant Ouija. Um, <laughs> but he's, quite, he's really attractive also. Yeah. But um, <laughs> um, he basically says, like, we should live like we did in, like, caveman times, which is basically plant-based Hunter-gatherer kind of, right, okay. And then once a week you have protein from an animal because you wouldn't, like, hunt every single day. Mm. You'd probably, like... He says once or twice a week have... Fish or chicken or something. Mm. And then the rest of the time you have to sort of just live off the land. Is that what you do? Uh, yeah, but I'm not growing it in my garden. I'm buying it in Sainsbury's. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> That's fine. 
Um, but yeah, that's what I'm trying to do. So I will eat like fish and chicken maybe once or twice a week. And since I've been doing it, I know this is really crass, but my bowel movements. Oh, I love improved. talking about bowel movements. Like it's my favorite. So thing. much, and they say that the health is in the gut, don't they? So I'm, I agree with him that it works. It's like. Since I've been doing it, I will go at 7am and 7pm. That's so good to know. I'll think of you tomorrow morning. At those times <laughs> of day. <laughs> um, so, you're Spanish, are you not? Oh, Is your mother, yeah. your mother Spanish? My f- mother's English from Norfolk and my father's Spanish. Oh, okay. So, did you grow up eating a lot of Spanish yeah. food? Yeah, and Italian because I've got relatives there as well. Oh my God, the best of both worlds. A lot of olive oil. Yeah, and do you know what? I've got the best because my stepdad is Chinese. Oh You're my god! Joking. Yeah, How so I've is got that? the three. In my opinion, they're my three, three favourite cuisines, cuisines in the world. Where do you go for Chinese in London? Queensway. There's what? There's yeah. What's it called? The best ones are up there. Oh, okay. So pretty much all of them are brilliant because they're in competition with each other. Right. Do you know? Do you China? go for dim sum? Dim sum. I wouldn't go to Queensway. I'd go for roast duck in Queensway oh. but dim sum there's one in Greenwich on a roundabout and oh. I can't remember what it's called and it's really good yeah but I think they got ch- shut down recently for health and safety oh. <laughs> but it was good it was delicious with all that mouse meat in it oh. <laughs> <laughs> do you know do, do you know Chinese people have bought Whiteleys in have they? Bays, yeah in Queensway and they're going to They've asked to shut down Queensway and make it pedestrianised, which would be nice. To make it like a Chinese community. Well, it's the best. I think it's way better than Chinatown. Yeah, I think it is too. And I know because people apparently come from... Well, my stepdad said he was talking to somebody and they said that people come from China to eat the roast up there because the, the process, the Chinese process is amazing, but the duck that is raised in Britain is the best duck in the world, they reckon. There you go. And if you go and have it off the bone, it's amazing. I just have that. Pork, duck and rice. You can have char seal, which is barbecue pork, or you can have crispy pork and duck and rice. Excuse you, me, this is the vegan. I know, for fuck's <laughs> sake. Honestly. Jesse, we could have gone out. I know. We could have gone out, out, couldn't we? Could have got a bloody Berberinque or something like that. Um, <laughs> I shouldn't have, have said anything. We should have got bloody Turkish. Tell her what Ed Sheeran said. What did he say? Um, why bother with abs when you can have kebabs? <laughs> <laughs> can you believe that? Every meal he has, he has two. So if he has lasagna, he'll order fish and chips as well. Gluttony. Can yeah. you can you cook? Yeah. Like what I do you like really to cook? cook? And I'm once cooked for two high profile people, and they've both gone around telling everyone that I can't cook because I gave them food poisoning. So mean. But it was, Did no, you? It was Alan Carr and Adele, and it was years back. But I'm a, actually a really good cook, and I feel bad. Did you give them food poisoning? Yeah. Did you get it? Maybe it was Noro. I had it as well, but I have to say it was the Tesco's that I went in. It was their lamb. It wasn't me that gave them food poisoning. Was it delicious? It was really delicious. That's so unfortunate. But you know what's really bad? She gave her dog some as well, and the dog dog got got it. I'm not worried about that. Louis's all right. Oh, man. But that was ages ago. But actually, I feel, like, bad because I am actually quite a good cook. Do you cook every night? Yeah, I cook most days and most nights. And I'm really obsessed by cooking quite nice food for the baby. Oh, me too. Yeah. It's like, I go gourmet. Yeah, yeah but now too. she's completely throwing it back in my face. Really? Oh, and it's yeah. awful when you graft away on a meal for your child and then you think it's amazing and they're just like... Yeah. But then you eat Please it. Please just give me cheese on bread. No, I know. Baked beans. All she wants is baked beans. It's funny, it is funny. You though. just want them to like everything, don't you? Yes. But I find that some days you try, you try one thing and they go, and the next day they, they like love it. it. It's just about trying, it's psychological, yes, it is. isn't it? It's like yeah. trying to figure out how much power do I have, how much control do I have. Absolutely, and not a lot. <laughs> not much, but am I going to be dictated to or not sort of thing? And they're just testing boundaries. 
It's um yeah, she's definitely testing boundaries. But I do like loads of I do like lasagna in little muffin tins, so they're oh. like mini baby size. Oh, do that! That's Jessie. a good idea. Look, everything in the muffin tins, fantastic. Cottage pie. Oh, that's, Jessie, yeah, that's, that's great. Such a good that is idea. really good. I don't want to make this too much about like us being mums, but I do feel like it's really lovely to acknowledge and maybe give ourselves a high five that we <laughs> managed to survive and put records out in how did we do that that was a bit weird and mental doing it whilst being pregnant and I just kept telling myself like you can't be a diva and everyone else goes back to work when did you did you go back to work quite early I five mean, do, months yeah I mean like but I bet you were still working before that, kind of on emails and whatnot and thinking. It Bits and bobs. But I feel like the birth was so traumatic and awful and I came I ap- so close. I apologise. It's all right. <laughs> My one's premature. Oh, shit. I didn't realise that. It I had everything. Premature, caesarean. You poor 20 thing. hours of labour. Oh, babe. And just had my pile sorted out today. <laughs> The piles, piles are, are the worst. Thing. <laughs> it is the it's, worst thing. Honestly. They never go either. I know. I just had them injected with something. Oh. No one tells you about tell that. Them, tell you and about tearing your fanny. I think I prefer they to don't my tell my fanny about your. And they don't them. tell you that you get piles even if you have a cesarean. No, <laughs> that, that's really unfair. No, because she for 20 push Well, it was 20 hours. That's Shit. why. And then you were so unlucky there. Would it put you off? No, of course I want to do it again. Yeah, I know. This is it. (laughs) How early was it? Only a month. A month is terrible. (laughs) No, you're just on the cusp of it being like really a premature problem. But my waters broke at seven months. What? And then I kept it in for a month. It must have been such a worry. It was called premature rupture of waters. And then I had to go every 48 hours to the hospital for a month. That's going to really de And then it you. sort of kicked in at eight months. Do they know why it them. happened? They have no idea. So isn't something that might happen again? Because I think it that, is it something is. that could happen again. So you'd be prepared at least. Yeah. That'd be all right. Because once you've had a premature baby, there's a chance you might have another premature. Like, did, did you take it easy in your pregnancy? Were you quite like, did you look after yourself? I don't like... know what take it easy means because I'm not very good at... Yeah. I think I naturally push myself in all areas of my career and life. Can, do you, I mean, I, I had this conversation with Annie Mack. Annie Mack was very much the person that was like, go have a baby. You're going to find that you're even more driven. You're more focused mm. when you had the baby. Like, it just kind of puts you in a different... And for me... That has happened. Do you feel yeah. like that's happened with you? That you kind of feel like you want to work even harder? And yeah. And it's crazy. But I also feel as well that I've always been quite driven and quite mm. focused. But I feel like I, I'm much more, like, t- my time's more effective. So because I want to mm. spend time with my baby and not miss things, mm. when I am, like, in the studio or in an interview or whatever, I get it all, d- or a photo shoot, I get everything done really fast. Mm. I'm just, like, not... It doesn't take yeah, me ages time to, to warm up. About, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, totally. It's just, like, I'm just in it. And then I'm like, can I go early? How did you... Did you <laughs> Did you find... Because um, you, you were writing after your baby was born, weren't you? Mm. Like me. I found that I, that I wrote better songs once my baby was born did you feel like kind of you had like a new kind of lease of like yeah totally like a different perspective I had a different confidence and perspective and kind of different emotions going on well the album that I've written is all about the outside world and I think that's what happens inevitably when you've had kids is you Mm. start looking at the world around you less about yourself yeah so I think that was the main change because I've written like quite a, um, well, I've tried to write a socially conscious album, but without it, but but not in the 1960s sense. I find it quite irritating the way like journalists either sort of criticise me for it not being completely directly political or criticise me for um, even writing something socio political as if it's like 
a really new idea that hasn't been happening all through the 50s, 60s and 70s, which is ridiculous. <laughs> but like, <laughs> and 80s with the punks. But um, I sort of purposefully didn't make it directly in your face political because I don't think we live in a society where that's something that would be listened to. Because I think like our... our generation is apolitical so in order to sort of talk about politics you can't just go straight not even politics it's the wrong word socio-political issues or moral issues that affect community you can't just go like I'm gonna write a song about homelessness and it not mean multiple things otherwise people will just switch off because they're like don't want to be lectured yeah with this album, I sort of was thinking about, from the perspective of being a new mum, I really want to give this child, this new person, a new generation, like a message. And what's the base level of it without getting into politics or without pointing a finger or without sort of making it into something that people may turn off from. And the the base level of what I want to teach the new generation is like just put yourself in someone else's shoes it's a very basic idea no, I understand that but the thing is when I was kind of in the 60s 70s yeah. I went to university and then I started working you know it was um, nuclear disarmament um, women's liberation fighting for our rights women's equality all of it's this that we're still fighting that isn't yeah it? yeah and <laughs> it seems to me that the world has turned upside down again and because digress. all the things that you thought you were confident about it's all reversed yeah. and you're not confident but i never thought people would hate people because of this you know we thought that we wouldn't hate people because of the color of their skin yeah. or where they came from and or now different that's religious all beliefs different religious beliefs it's now all revived again yeah and i can't believe we're back at that stage i agree with that you. was there way before you know that i fought for and then for so long and, you, and you're right when you say young people are apathetic yeah and apolitical well in that era musicians all spoke about it and every single Everybody one of them did. wrote a song about it and every single one of You're them right. spoke about it and now no one does and if you do you've got to sort of disguise it as something that could mean multiple things which is fine you know whatever it's a new era but it's sad to me that people go I roll oh she's on a soapbox and it's like no actually it needs to happen and you see sort of like things like that. Um, I I really thought it was brave and great that Kesha yeah. did what she did at the Grammys and all those other artists stood next to her mm. and did it. And it wasn't about how well she sung or whatever people want to criticise, whether she's emotion. gone away and put on weight or whatever, which they do to women anyway. Like, mm. you're not allowed to because you're a woman. Mm. But like irrespective of all that what she did was incredibly brave and she made a stand for something that is otherwise brushed under the carpet there's been lots of talk about it but like and i keep on getting asked it do you Me think too. the brits should do an acknowledgement of time's up yeah but i also feel like i don't know about you but i've never experienced that in my Me neither. career and i'm not sure if it's a difference culturally between UK and America. Mm. But I've never experienced a man in the music industry in the UK say anything inappropriate to me. But I also think that I'm the type of person that would scare people in... Like, they wouldn't be able to do it to me because I'm so vocal. Mm. So no one in their right mind who's planning on <laughs> saying something sexually inappropriate to a woman would say it to me because I'm so like, right, I'm going to tell everyone who just said that. <laughs> and I think that wouldn't happen. So my experience is, is that I haven't, but that doesn't mean to say I can categorically say it doesn't go on in this country. But I also, on the flip side... Mm have never met a woman, myself included, in my entire life 
that hasn't experienced sexual assault yeah. or abuse or an inappropriate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that is bad. Yeah. So hashtag me too because of that, mm. but not within my industry. Right. Does that yeah. make sense? Yeah, absolutely. But I have been sexually assaulted several times and I've had people say sexist things to me on a day-to-day basis, particularly since I just got my house redecorated. Oh. And a plumbers and electricians... What's happening? Baby's asleep. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I am, I, I don't know about you, but I'm worried about my baby coming on tour and the setup on the tour bus. Have you done it yet? No, I'm about to do it. But There's I nothing did this. on Google. Like, you know you can go, <laughs> you know you can go on mum's net and just go like anything. Somebody else has experienced it. There's nothing. <laughs> no. If you put in baby on tour. No. Zero. Yeah, you so have to ask when people. When is your tour? So my tour... I'm going to bring her on the European tour, which is two weeks. And then the UK in one, I'm, uh, it's in a month. But in the UK, I won't take her because I think she could just be with Tanked. my mum. Yeah. She could come to Manchester to see the family, whatever. Yeah. But, you know, I think yeah. she doesn't need to be on a tour bus. She could be sleeping in her own bed with my husband. And you know yeah. what I mean? So for me, I think it's unnecessary. And then America, we're doing about a month. And, you know... My my tour is not it's not going to be glamorous. I'm I'm sharing a tour bus with with the band and so, the baby. Yeah, I don't think they thought There's that no was going to happen there. either. No, I've never had a star room before. So a star room for anybody yeah, listening I, I, is a kind I, of a, 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 a it's it's a room at the back with a, with a double bed well, actually, usually, and it's them, like a private room on the tour bus. So usually you're just that's bunks what on you're top supposed of each other. to have. Well, no, yeah, you, 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 know, you should, but like that's when I've you're earning. I've had one of those, yeah. and you can still hear everyone if they're drunk downstairs. Well, I'm just more scared that they're going to hear the baby. Don't give I'm more scared for the baby. Yeah, scared for the baby. Give them. Well, then you have to just pick and choose. Who's Darling, on the buy bus. earplugs. Just have people. So I'm just not going to have my crazy early. bass player. Exactly. Alex is going with them to help. With so the my baby. brother's coming on tour with me to help. Your brother. Yes, yeah, so he's That's taking so time lovely. off work being a doctor. I love your whole family. No, it's brilliant. It's going to be completely dysfunctional, and I'm sure I'm we'll going get to it three days in. I love this. It was mum? Mum was supposed to be the nanny for Coachella, and she went, "Well, no, darling, I'm watching you." No, only so the one baby's night. coming to Coachella too. Everyone's going to think this sounds very glamorous. It's it. It's going to potentially be hell. Be hell. Potentially <laughs> be hell. Darling, I'll have to come out again to America. <laughs> Mum was offering to drive the Winnebago, so I would, there like, is no Winnebago. She said, but darling, why don't we buy a Winnebago? And yeah, I'll we just could drive do. it. Well, I'll pay I'll, for I'll, it. Okay, okay, so listen, but, but whilst we it. talk about tour buses, <laughs> I feel like we should eat because it's really yeah, late. I'm starving and I'm uh, yeah, sorry. Okay, so it, I, I just, have, have you got food, darling? Are you sure you want courgette or do you want some? Pasta as I'll well. go for what you made, yeah. So, look, we're eating now. It's pre lentil bolognese with courgette. Paloma, would you like some parmesan cheese? Yes. <laughs> now, right. Of course she does. Poor thing. <laughs> starving. I've come to your house. I know, don't, and I've made you work. I'm so sorry. Thank you. Um, what's your, is your next single, what's your next Till single? Till I'm done. And it's about women who are... The whole song's about women sort of carrying their men. And 
in the video, I carry a man through the desert and I'm wearing sequins. How, how did that, how was, it was that very for important you? for me to wear sequins well, whilst Fair carrying. enough, fair enough. How hard was that? What, lifting? Yeah. Really difficult. My arms ached the next day. But actually, the director, a man, came up to me afterwards and said, I can't believe you just did that. Why? What, and I you said, carried him? Yeah, I was like, let me get this straight, Thomas. When I say I can do something, I can do it. Yeah, good for you. Amen, sister. <laughs> good for you. Mum, I'm sorry, I have to say... What, darling? Like, I know it's lentils, but it does... It's all right, isn't it? It's okay. It's fine. This is way better than anything I've ever eaten on Sunday brunch. <laughs> <laughs> Jessie, it wasn't bad. For vegan bolognese. I thought you cooked for this. You said your <gasps> oh, mum dear. cooked. I know. Yeah, she said... Because I, I said Paloma's vegan, she said, count me out, that's your gig. And but so I'm I, not vegan. I know, but I didn't want. I saw but vegan, I, and I didn't want to like abuse you it. You said what? Are you, what are your dietary crimes? I said I'm eating vegan at the moment. Yeah, so I wanted for to a honor diet, that, but I'm not a vegan. You said dairy free, vegan, and but no, definitely dairy free. Yeah, apart from the cheese that you just had. Yeah. Parmesan, <laughs> I don't count. Oh man, I should have just called you on the phone. Look, I'm <laughs> sorry. We will re-invite you back, and yeah. you will have the meatiest meal with my mother. <laughs> um, just to kind of bring it back to food, the the podcast is called Table Manners. What is your worst gripe about other people's table manners? Have you got what, one? like their their manners? Yeah, is there one thing that really like pisses you off about when you're out for dinner with somebody? No, not really. I'm quite. Relax. I do think it's kind of bad when people put ketchup on things that are really nice. You can never go for dinner with their cheering then. Really? Yeah. Is that what everything. he does? Yeah. He said ketchup and cucumber can solve. Is that what you said? Everything. Everything. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not a fan of that. Um, did you eat as a family when you were growing up? Yes. So I feel like food's been a massive thing in my life. Like. My father was an incredible cook. He's the Spanish one. Mm. Like, I've never tasted cooking as good as his really... in my entire life. What was your favourite dish of his? Um, or one of them? Well, he's Spanish, so some Spanish things like paella were really good. But he lives in Portugal, and he does a lot of really good Portuguese cooking, like <gasps> bacalao a brash oh mm. and stuff like that. Um, and... But he's really good at like making little scotch eggs and stuff. Like, who makes a scotch egg? I don't know anybody that makes a scotch egg. Amazing. He's, so he's such a good cook. Yeah. Right. So that's in my memory. And then my stepdad did a lot of cooking. I think in my memories, a lot of men have cooked, mm. not as much as women. Like, all the women I know have been like too busy working and just like, just have a, you know, pasty. And a Did bit your of mum work up hard cucumber. then? Yeah, my mum was a single parent working woman. That was like, I guess, where I've learnt my way of living from. Because mm. that's all I've ever seen is like a woman doing everything and sort of muddling through. Do you think that's why you're maybe going so gourmet on your baby's um, meals? Just because maybe... Yeah, because I used to like just eat like a packet sausage roll with... Bits of cucumber chopped up or tomato sauce on pasta, that was it. And now I'm like, I've got to experiment with all these different meals. But do you know what I think about babies is they just like repetition. So they want to read, they want to eat the same meal every night and they want to eat, read the same book before bed. Yes, and then true. they want to just go which book is, to bed at the same time. And which it's is like, your doesn't book, matter. though? I'd like to know. Do you know what? It's hilarious because. I'm good friends with Fern Cotton. Oh, is it yours, your baby? Yeah, and we just read that every single night. And the and the song that will make my child go to sleep mm. is Laura Mavula, She. And oh. since birth, that's the, the kind of like immediate hypnosis song. That's so lovely. Because it sounds kind of chimey. Laura's so talented. And I've texted Fern about... The book and I'll text Laura about the song. That's really nice. 
My kid likes this bloody one called Goodnight Moon, which literally is the ugliest I find that book, book quite complex. <laughs> really? I've got that. Goodnight um, Moon. The it's cow like... jumped over the moon. Goodnight clocks and goodnight socks. I do. A, you're adorable. B, you're so beautiful. I don't know C, this. C, you're a cutie full of charm. Yeah. Who is this? E, you're delightful. E, you're exciting. And F, you're a feather in my arm. Is it like Frank Sinatra or yeah. something? Kind of five. G, you're That's so, so good to me. H, you're so heavenly. I, you're a something. Da, da, da. Oh my God, I'm going to try that. It's quite complex. You have to know all the words though. I've got it in the book form. Oh, get it. What's your favourite food if you want to indulge? I'd say my all-time favourite meal would probably be, in my memories, this paella that I ate in Spain that was made on, like, a log fire. Mm. And it was massive, the tray, like, two metres by two metres. And I've had it stuck in my head. But do you know what? Recently I've been going through this weird thing where I've got these amazing memories of the taste of things from childhood and I seek them out and they're not as good. Such as? So like mainly chocolate because my first word was choc choc before mama or papa. Are you a, ch- are you a chocolate? Yeah. So choc choc so what chocolate have you gone for that wasn't There was good? this Coke door one that I thought was amazing and I just didn't think it was as good when I tried it. I've got some Coke door in the you don't want to try it. It's a no, I've not tried it recently. Okay, fine. There was a Spanish one that I just bought back from Spain the other day called Al something, Almendra or something. It's like a Turon company. Yeah. And I bought it back from Spain thinking it was like, oh, I've got such great memories. And it was awful. If you weren't a pop star, what would you be? I think I'd like to help people like asylum seekers. Do you work with any charity? I do some bits with Oxfam. I've done lots of stuff with them. And help refugees I've done. Mm. And then I'm working a bit at the moment, because my new website I'm really excited about is... It's my website, plomafaith.com, but it's all dedicated to spreading an epidemic of kindness. Sweet. So it's created... I've got it sort of um, split into four sections of worlds you can help with environment empathy kindness and uh can't remember the other one because i've had a (laughs) glass of wine but go on it and um each thing links to like ways you can help and it's not just based on financial which i think is really bad that everyone thinks that that helping to make the world better is financial because it isn't Mm. so it's mainly about being actively trying to help so I've been working a lot with a friend's charity called Kindly which is all about kindness and so give an example of kind of so each section is it you go you you tap into it and then it says five ways you can start helping today for example the environment says switch the light off when you leave the room turn the tap off when you're brushing your teeth try and recycle reuse containers like things Mm -hmm. like that kindness will be like help somebody who looks like they need help in the street check on a neighbor that lives alone and ask them if they want you to do anything for them Mm. or or don't just give a homeless person money ask them a question acknowledge Mm. their existence you know like that Mm -hmm. kind of thing so that's all what i've dedicated this album and this website to and i'm trying to do as much as I can. Well, good for you, man. That's amazing. It's. I think it's really important because the the kind of metaphor that I use for it is like if everybody, for example, if we if we took the UK and then we just isolated London and we know that nine million people live in London, and then if we said to nine million people in London, please can you give fifty pence towards x y and z mm. would make 4.5 million pounds immediately and 50p is not much so i was like okay so if we took away the money aspect and we asked everybody in the uk to do one nice thing a day mm. to make the world better then we'd have a better world even if it wasn't completely cured 
it directly translates into like an improvement if every individual is consciously trying to do something. Hello, I'm gonna, you know what, I kind of feel like we should just have what you brought over for yeah. um, for, for dinner. Where's well, the little pudding. date things that you stuff but with peanut butter? I don't know butter. if you do want to try another vegan delight. Let's do all of it. All right, fine, perfect. <laughs> right, Paloma's bought far more appetizing and appealing treats like Ferrero Rocher that what you've brought is definitely not vegan it's no. a Turkish like honey cake Sam kindly because I'd already tried two vegan desserts that are currently just sitting over there because they nearly got thrown in the bin they just haven't got thrown in the bin Sam did you make this up Bubba so here is Sam's speciality here with oh, the jewel dates peanut check, butter check or almond butter so you basically you de-pip the date and then you plomp in your peanut butter put it in the freezer bob's your uncle and a bit of dessert, sea salt ahoy. yeah well yeah. I, the sea salt was jesse's extra added on flavor which it i worked. didn't think was necessary and then you'll end up looking sweet. like sam <laughs> yeah he eats loads and I'm he loves a beard you grow a beard and lose your hair it'd be great yeah you should eat loads of them it's like <laughs> it's, it's, it, um, it's, i think it's like a mars bar I think it's frozen. basically like this. It's like a frozen. <laughs> it's like a frozen. Oh, it's frozen. Yeah. yeah. So don't break your teeth. Jeffrey, I can't get my mouth through it. How good is it's that? It's nice. <laughs> no, but no, it's no. not chocolate. Jesse, is the stone still in the middle? It's like no. a Snickers. Oh. It's like a Snickers. Thank you. Why are they so? It's hard a healthy in the treat. <laughs> is that what you eat, Sam? That's For a healthy, healthy treat, treat, it's not bad, right? Is that what you do snack on? Oh yeah, <laughs> we're wild. <laughs> <that's what> <laughs> <mean>. <laughs> Actually, it doesn't taste bad. Yes, Thank you. Go. It's pretty delicious. Actually, they don't. I You're think thinking about having another one. You're thinking. No, about do you know it. what I'm thinking? I'm gonna make them. There. That's what we want. What did you cook for Ed? Sausage casserole. Was that a request? No. We do. We could have taken requests, but what it became. What did you put Sam? Turkey meatballs. Oh, they're. No, nice. she's comparing because she thinks my she's My babies not... loves turkey meatballs. I feel like I've let you down, and you you're already asking what everybody else had, <laughs> yeah. which makes me think that you, you, maybe no, you're, you're, you you nice. don't want to you don't want to be a vegan. Nice is not good enough. That isn't going to make the cookbook, but. It's been a pleasure. Thank you so much for taking time out of Thank being. Um, I know it's like, and I appreciate you being here. So uh, I was happy to have the night off. <laughs> <laughs> I just, um, I'm slightly envious that your child will sleep till eight o'clock in the morning. Does yours not? She will, Jessie. I love that my mother thinks that she Excuse is me, the perfect sleeper when you don't sleep with her. Poor little sod coughed all night and still slept through the night. Anyway, listen, Paloma, it's been a pleasure to have you. <laughs> Thank you so much. And next time, we will promise to not cook you a vegan dinner. Have a roast dinner. Yeah, we'll have a roast. But no, thank you so much. You've been a star. Thank you. <laughs> I thought she was gorgeous. She, she was gorgeous. Her. Really lovely. She's a really interesting girl. I loved her hair. I know. And her long. It's hers. And it's hers. Yeah. Look fab. I think she was a bit pissed off that she got my cooking and a vegan meal at that. Well, I'm not going to like piss me <clears> off when she added the parmesan. And I knew she would because done I would have done some fucking chicken. I think it was all fine, darling. It, but I think fine. it was a bit homely. Well, it, you know what? But it next was a time, good recipe. No, next time, why don't you... What? Cook the vegan offering. If we get another vegetarian or vegan, then you do it. Okay, fine. Game on. Game on. How's things going about Sadiq coming? Well, I, funnily enough, I text his right-hand woman and dangled the carrot again and she said, we're on, we just need to find the right date. Okay. Because I drove through Tooting and thought about him oh. today. <laughs> I wonder if we could do afternoon tea for him. What would you do with afternoon tea? I'd, I've got my three-tiered plate, and I do lovely sandwiches, and I do very nice cakes, little fancies. Mum's uh, feeling pretty uh, big for her boots after the Sandy Tox victory with the Clementine cake. The one cake. cake, yeah, that I've ever made.
But you, Alex could make them. Yeah, basically, we just need <laughs> Alex. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, review, or whatever you fancy on your favourite podcasting app. Perhaps you could try Acast. Actually, how is our rating? We got five star on uh, podcast charts, so that's cool. Jessie seems so down to earth, and her mum's so sweet. I don't know about these being sweet. Sweet. But I'll take that. Should we see some of the rude ones? Oh, undeserving of top spot. Please create more interesting content. You know what? Fuck you. (laughs) Okay, someone's written good. Crazy Dog Milo. Don't know who you are, mate. But you've put good, but then given us a one star. That makes no sense. My first review. Oh, brilliant. Perfect. Will be short and sweet. Nice, chatty, easy listening. Funny in places. Informative. My only criticism would be no need to swear. Oh, God. In front of and your use mom. such foul yeah. language, especially in front of your mum. I know it's modern language and this is now acceptable. Personally, I don't think you need to do this as it cheapens your great conversation. Wow. It's you true. know what, though? Like, Jessie, fair you enough. Swear all the time. But you've given us a really nice. A nice review, and you've given me one star. Is my swearing that bad that I have well, knocked off four Jamie stars? Jamie O. Over the <laughs> done it a bit insincere. Didn't learn anything from the guest well, either. Uh, Sam Smith didn't know where Mexico was. He thought it was in Europe. What are you talking about? That's brilliant. Jesse, you sh- you've got to take them on the chin. Striking a balance, not for me. Uninspiring and non-eventful. <clears throat> Jesse, I love you. You're down to earth and such a beautiful artist, mum and wife. How does he know that? Love, Bonnie. I saw you at All Saints. Where was All Saints? I remember you, Bonnie, and I love you too. Where was All Saints, darling? It was a gig. Anyway, so maybe I'll start asking on stage for a five star. In my tour, I could start. No, Jesse, you can't do that. That's not right. Why not? And stop swearing, they're right. Just try harder. I will. The music on the show was created by Peter Duffy and Pete Fraser. Thanks, guys. Table Manners was produced by Cup and Nuzzle. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll see you next week. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com.